Hey, Janet. Hey, Kent. Hey, Janet. Hey, Kent. My page just refreshed. Stall, stall. Right as I was going to read the joke, my page refreshed, and I was like, uh. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time that I fell in love during a backflip? No. Yeah, it was head over heels. <laughs> With yourself. Wait. Self-love is important. Welcome to Manny versus Mommy. That's Kent Neil Hexum. That's Janet Lee Barton. There we are. We made it. We're still surviving the social distancing. It's funny how people keep saying quarantine. It's actually not a quarantine unless you're medically quarantined. It's just a social distancing. It's a social distancing. It's self-isolation. It's physical distancing, really, more than social distancing. But yeah, interesting times. But we are most of us are not, in fact, quarantined. Yeah. If you say quarantine to someone in the medical field, that means something very different. So, but we are isolating, and it's, what, going on week four now. I think yeah. we're almost... Or today, today I think we're four weeks in. <sighs> we're surviving. What are you so, brought to us, Bob? <laughs> that's why I was just going to ask you. You beat me to it. Uh, this week, I am actually brought to you by McDonald's, of all things. <laughs> I'm loving it. Because I had to go out for the first time in <gasps> Is this the story? two weeks. It's, We've been building it's part up of it. for hours? We will... Discuss it in a little bit. Now I feel like I've built it up so much. It's going to be such a disappointment. It'll be anticlimactic. But for this brought to you by, it is most certainly McDonald's because I have been there twice in the last week. The first time was like a midnight-ish drive-through. I mean, it's all drive-through, right? But I, they were open still at midnight and I was very happy to have food. And I even got like a, a shamrock Oreo McFlurry. It was like the best treat. Oh, it satisfied. He offered. He said, do you want to try it? And I was like, have you had it? <laughs> he said, yeah, it's actually really good. I was like, all right, I'll do it. And I still have some left at home. So I'm in it because this was just a couple of days ago, this particular story. Um, so I was very happy. They kind of saved the day. I was very excited to have just some. It was like a comfort food for me because I really had not left my house in six days. Yeah. I, I literally, is weird. It's weird for me. I usually have had to go somewhere, drive. You know, I had to take. CG up to Salt Lake for him to get enlisted in the Utah National Guard. So that got me out of the house, you know, up to Salt Lake. And But I still refused to go in anywhere. I wasn't going to stores. I wasn't going anywhere. And really for six days, all I did was step outside the front door to get something out of my car or go out on the back porch for a minute. <laughs> like, I wasn't even going for walks or anything. So it was a really strange. Um, but then also, when we were on our way to record... I went to McDonald's and somehow the woman ahead had paid for mine, which Aww. was like almost $13. No, instead of her own. And I was like, well, how oh. much is hers? Because it was just the wrong one. He verified it. She wasn't paying attention to the order. And so she ended up paying for mine, overpaying. And I was like, well, how much was hers? I'll pay for that one. And how much is the car behind me? And he says, oh, it's just a coffee. It was like two bucks. I said, great, throw that one on there. What about the car behind him too? <laughs> and he's like, oh, there's just like eight something. I was like, perfect. Just throw theirs on there as well. You know, it was barely more than what I would have paid for my food. And hopefully they paid it forward. Or as Anthony pointed out, paid it backward. <laughs> but I'm fine. Can yeah. I tell you, is this the Saratoga Springs Walmart? Yeah, or, that, that was uh, this McDonald's? one. And it's been, it's been kind of this culmination of good things happening for me over the last several days. So when I first started working with your family in 2016, we went stopped at that mcdonald's i don't know if you were with us anthony i know cj was and we had ordered and it's you know the double order lines mm -hmm. and then you got to work your way in so we had ordered and we're trying to work our way in and then a car who was in the other line who had ordered after us was trying to like work their way in and she was livid that i got in front of her and she was honking she was flipping me <laughs> off like swearing so we pull up to pay and i was like oh can i pay for the car behind me so we pay for the car behind us as well so i paid for her too and I looked at the receipts, the timestamps, and we had ordered like a minute and 30 seconds before she had ordered. Mm -hmm. I said, can you just hand her these two receipts and let her know that we had ordered before her, so we were supposed to go first? And the worker was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so then we pull up to the next window and we're all like trying to look back, and we saw the worker hand her the two receipts, and just her face of like, oh. And you had paid for hers. Paid for her food, too. <laughs> and then I flipped her off and drove away. Because <laughs> that's how mature I am. <laughs> Perfect combination. But like, Just do something nice because F you, that's why. <laughs> but, like, we clearly ordered well enough in advance before her that we should have gone first. And she just wasn't paying attention. Was... Yeah. 
But if you could have seen her sign, right? That's the gift I wanted for the world from last time. She was wearing a bitch necklace. (laughs) And it might have been Carol Baskin. I'm putting that out there right now. It was several years ago. Maybe she was traveling. (laughs) Oh, good times. So, so that's my, that's my brought to you by is my two McDonald's experiences this week. My brought to you by, which I sent you a clip of and I didn't hear anything back. So I'm like, did you see it? <laughs> Our friend Jody texted me on Friday night. And she's like, oh, have you seen this? You've got to watch this. Broadway HD has Jerry Springer, the opera. Oh, yes, I did watch that. <laughs> I was busy at the time that I watched it, but I really wanted to see it. And so I, I clicked on it to watch it. I had to turn my Bluetooth off in my car and everything. That's the night I was out. It was on Friday night. It was it so is amazing. funny. And it the whole amazing. opera is like this. I watched, I stopped what I was watching and just watched that entire thing. Made me laugh so hard. Made me like nostalgic for Jerry Springer. Yeah. Even though I never really ever watched Jerry Springer. Like, you know, clips here and if there. If you ever need to feel better about your life, just start pulling up some Jerry Springer episodes. <laughs> and honestly, like, or Hoarders. Quarters is another good, like, boost in self-esteem, yeah. you know? I always liked, uh, I almost said abducted in plain sight. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real good about my life let's, after that. Let's not go down that path addicted. of those parents. The oh, addicted yeah. ones are like, they're trying to put them into rehab, then they're like, they went to rehab for 20 minutes and then left. Uh, what's the one where they eat weird stuff? My Strange Addiction. My Strange Addiction, yeah. Yeah, somebody was mentioning the toilet paper lady. The one that eats toilet paper, like, oh, what's she gonna do? <laughs> there was one lady, cornstarch. We gotta find that clip. It is crazy. She was eating so much <sighs> cornstarch, and could you imagine that being in your system and gumming everything oh up? Oh my gosh! So they like showed her like this much cornstarch. How long do you think it would take you to consume this much, or you know how long? She's like, oh, like five, ten years. And he's like, no, this is what you eat on average in a year. And he made her like walk across. It's just this big thing of cornstarch. Oh. He made her like walk across it and like really take in how much cornstarch it was. Ugh. Cornstarch, why? Pika, it's fine. So yeah, that was my brought to you by. It was a fun weekend full of Jerry Springer opera. <laughs> Broadway HD, it's totally worth it. That's awesome. So this week, um, I wanted to kind of talk about our reality some more because I came across someone on Facebook who <laughs> back to life, back to back reality. to life. <laughs> oh, all the stuff I'm posting on my Facebook, I'm scrolling to find this particular post and it makes me look at all the other great stuff I've posted and I'm like, yes, this is amazing. Um, okay. So to be fair, I did pick this up from a friend and then modified it some, a lot of the, the major points were here, but I kind of expanded on them and, you know, individualized it for my family because It starts out, just so I never forget, today is April 2nd, 2020. Uh, The price of gas within a mile from home is $2.27. It did go down some, I noticed since then. It got down below $2 in a lot Uh, of areas. A lot of places around the country was under a dollar. Yeah. And we're still paying double. Yeah. Let's not go down that path. Nothing we can can do about it. Conspiracy theories. So the social distancing, self-isolation thing we talked about, those measures are on the rise. There were no gatherings of 100 or more initially, then 50 or more, then 20 or more, now 10 or more, all within less than a week. Schools are canceled March 13th to May 4th so far, and online classes started. Proms and graduations are canceled. I've seen a t-shirt that our friend... graduations too? I haven't heard that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Well, maybe not at this point. Hopefully not. I don't know. We'll have to see. May, June. Well, all these kids are missing out on their last experiences as seniors, that's for sure. Can we talk about real fast April Fool's? The first news story (laughs) from the governor saying that everyone will have to just repeat this school year. Yeah, that he was concerned about Utah students not getting the full year of learning and so that they were all going to have to repeat that same grade. And most of the kids bought it until like dinner time. <laughs> yeah, so like three, four hours they were thinking they have to repeat. And the funny thing is, is because of other circumstances, none of the kids did homework that day. As I was like, yeah, why would I have you do homework if we're going to repeat the year? Like enjoy your extended summer. It worked out perfectly. It's just the timing worked out so well. And I, it, like to me, that just kind of justified it in their kid's mind. Like, oh yeah, he didn't tell us to sit down to our homework. and yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, so I don't know if graduations are officially canceled. I'm sure they are in parts of the country. Yeah. Because this is, you know, not necessarily Utah specific, but I did make it specific to our area in some ways. 
Um, but there's tape on the floors at grocery stores, gas stations, liquor stores, and other places to help distance shoppers at least six feet from each other. This is where my Walmart story comes in. Are you ready? Yes. So I had to be out and I, I honestly needed batteries for something. It's the strangest thing, but that's what took me. Not for that. That's <laughs> why I saw that face. <laughs> that's what took me to Walmart in the first place. Um, but I figured while I was there, I was going to get some stuff while well, I parked. I, it was a, a Walmart. I don't normally go to. I was in the South Jordan area, um, versus the Saratoga Springs, but I parked. I don't feel comfortable west of I-15. <laughs> <laughs> Even South Jordan, like you can throw something at the freeway from this Walmart. <laughs> Random side story. One of our friends invited us out to dinner one time and she's like, can we just do it by my house? There's this restaurant right here. And I told her that like jokingly told her, oh, I don't feel comfortable west of I-15. And she thought it was true. That's so the running joke I have. <laughs> and she takes jokes really well, too. She yeah. just was trying to be respectful of you, <laughs> your level of comfort, which is awesome. I love her, Lacey. Shout out uh, to you. Yeah, Lacey. We love you. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, I was looking for parking, and I wasn't paying attention to which doors you could get in or couldn't. I just didn't think about it. Yeah. So I got to an area on the south side, like the third door down where there was parking and it turns out I was like I can't go in that door I watched some people walk up and try to get in and I was like great I gotta walk north so I started going towards the middle door couldn't get in that one either I had to go all the way to the very north end the third door down and go in that way because they were practicing this social distancing stuff there was nobody waiting in line it was like eight o'clock at night on a Friday Weird. Which at least in Saratoga Springs is hopping. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a busy time of Friday, Saturday night. I'm like, why are all these people hanging out at Walmart? It's 1030 on a Friday night, you know? Yeah. And it was earlier, so it would have been busier. Nobody's waiting. They just make you go through this corralled section with this bright orange tape on the ground and, like, make sure you're that far behind people as you're walking into the store. That was it. It was like the weirdest thing. My new mantra lately is just, this is our new reality. It is. That's just and what it's I have to keep this, telling myself. This is our new reality. It's the strangest thing because that was my first experience with this particular thing. I did go ahead and post it and then I had the experience and I was like, oh, I get it. This is weird. I mean, I'd been to the liquor store to pick up some wine, so I had experienced <laughs> you know, the that. Right. Uh, but which those places are crazy. Oh. Carl just waited 30 minutes this morning on a Sunday to get into Costco yeah. just to get in the store. And it's that kind of stuff everywhere. Well, and last Saturday or last Sunday when we recorded for our previous week's episodes, you were running late and there was a whole issue. So it got delayed. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the store. <laughs> and I was at my local Smith's that, you know, I grew up going. That's the Smith's we would camp out to get the Harry Potter books at. Right. So, you know, I just, I, it's my store. I like that store. And there was maybe 10 other customers in the entire store. And it was so awesome. I know you love it. I loved and it. it. And I was walking up on the show. And the only thing that didn't, the only reason I didn't freak out was because all the shelves are still full. Yeah. So I'm like, people are just staying at home. Like, this is great. I can shop in peace and not have to look or talk. There was one time when I was with Anthony at Smith's and a lady came up behind me waiting to get into the frozen section door that I was in. And I didn't know she was standing there. She scared me so bad because <laughs> everyone was keeping their distance. And all of a sudden this lady is right there behind this <laughs> glass door staring at me. Well, she was behind the door at <laughs> least. That's true. She was behind, so behind the barrier. They did not have the flossers that I wanted, so I'm oh. kind of bummed about that. And I looked online. Amazon doesn't have them either. It's the end of the world as we know it. Right? Is it your scope May, ones? Yes. Okay, my my glide there. ones. Uh, right. Yeah. I Last night, May asked me for one, and I said no. <laughs> I was like, nope. Go find one in it's your drawers. toilet paper. <laughs> go find one in the drawers. I am like a week, maybe two, from running out of those things, and that's going to be a very sad day. So... We talk about pay raise if I bring you some. (laughs) (laughs) How about we talk about job security if you bring me some? I think Carl still having a job. Making me pretty secure. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Uh, So yeah, that was part of the experience was just trying to get in the store, and then I'm going to the bathroom and I'm kind of taking my time. I'm pregnant, so of course I have to pee. And I just kind of was taking my time. And then I hear over the intercom, the time is 825. The store will be closing in five minutes. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) The store is closing at 830. Yeah. Like, I just didn't notice it. It was the first announcement I have heard. It's insane. It's a Walmart supposed to be open all the time. I don't like on Christmas Day when Walmart's closed. And now it's the, this is our new reality. This is even more strict. It's even more strict than 
major holidays, which they rarely even close for anymore, especially Thanksgiving, you know, Black Friday and everything. So, yeah, I start to panic and I'm like, well, I was going to kind of look around and see what else I might need, but I guess not. So I went for flossers and then I went for junk food. <laughs> and this, yes, I was like, listen, if I have to be here anyway, and it's all along the front of the store too. Yeah. I didn't go back in the aisles at all for food or anything. I just didn't have time. Uh, so I grabbed my batteries and I start grabbing junk food. And I ended up with enough stuff because I didn't grab a cart because I was like, I just need, you know, batteries and, you know, maybe I'll grab something else. Well, I ended up over by the checkout, the self-checkout, where they have the boxes of Hostess desserts. <laughs> and I was carrying all this stuff in my arms because I picked up as I went along. And I was like, oh, there's a box. That'll work perfect. So I start setting my stuff in this Hostess box. And I ended up with some of the, like, crumb donuts. I'm showing Kent a picture right now. You can see my batteries there on the bottom. Ooh, that's a good stock. I got a big Rice Krispie, like a king-size Rice Krispie and Kit Kat and some gummy bears and a king size Heath. So it's got like two. I grabbed some granola Heath? bars. Really? Did I say Keith? No, you said Heath. Heath. Score bars. Oh, I didn't I see any totally scores. I'm totally team score. No, I, I look. Heath. Well, I can do Heath. Well, I prefer score bars, but they didn't have any. And the only one that I could find of the Heath bar was the double pack. I was like, even better. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the single pack. Well, I they guess got, if I have to. I'm going to have to get two. Uh, and then I got some granola bars for Carl because I thought he probably hasn't had any of those for a little while. And they had the, you know, bigger size box. Grabbed a little Dr. Pepper, some uh, beef jerky. Like I just, I stocked up. I have so now little... if I need comfort foods, I have them. I totally have my own little stockpile like that too of just things that maybe I can't get so I can have a treat every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. That you have something in your house that if hey we really can't leave for two weeks and that is the reality, then you can do that. And it was it was a still this weird experience of the way people were like kind of more comfortable talking to each other than the last time I was out. I do have to say like you stay six feet away from me and we're fine. We can talk to each other this far apart. <laughs> like, I can hear you. You can hear me. <laughs> so I felt like it was more people talking than last time. But there are a limited number of people allowed inside stores. So the lines are outside the door until an employee lets you. And that's what I experienced at the liquor store. Um, non-essential stores and businesses have been mandated to close. Restaurant lobbies have all been closed, but do have takeout and delivery available. Yeah. Thank goodness, because I myself might actually starve because I hate cooking. <laughs> so having those options. And my um, sister-in-law, my former sister-in-law, actually has, is getting DoorDash for us as well. She's like, hey, I know it's a crazy time. Anything I can do for you? Can I you know, send some dinner your way? I'm like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> what time is dinner? <laughs> yeah, come on over. You're welcome to. We got DoorDash coming for Sunday dinner. It's going to be great. Um, but there's parks, trails. I mean, some entire cities are locked up. You can't leave the county and go do recreational things in other counties now in Utah. Yeah. So you can't go to Salt Lake County to go to a park to go. I don't know how strictly they're going to enforce it. But you can't go fishing in other counties, camping, anything. You have to stay in your county. Which is so crazy because you're outside away from other people ideally but i think part of it is that everybody's using it as an excuse to be outside especially when the weather's been nice and trails are packed where people are not respecting the social distancing and and then i go right back to am i underreacting or overreacting (laughs) is this really a serious thing or is this conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. (laughs) so my roommate loves camping and she's you know now that she's not working She's a dental assistant, and she has mandatory clothes. She can go camping. She's got all the time to go camping, but can't leave the county. And she was sharing a news story with me about one of the Southern Utah County sheriffs found a big group of over 60 people just out partying. So he, he stopped that and put, told them all that they had to go home or they'd be arrested. And then the state caught wind of that and made it mandatory that now every county, you cannot go do recreational things in other counties, hmm. which is crazy to me so if i can go do it in my own county and i gather other people from utah county we're good yeah in theory right even if it's 60 plus people no you're not supposed to be around more than 10 people that's a statewide thing too but but supposed to groups of 10 people kind of separated in your own county and you're all fine yeah but not supposed to and an actual stay-at-home order are very different things, yes? Yeah, and the state does not have a stay-at-home order. The state does not. We are one of few, though. I think, yeah. I don't haven't looked recently, but last I looked, I'll pull, here, it pull it up. 
Last I looked, we were one of ten, I believe, or fourteen. But my roommate have has order. grown up in like the back country in Utah. She's like, I could go places where I wouldn't see anyone, maybe for a year or two. Yeah. But I can't leave my truck parked there because if they see my truck, are they going to tow it? Is it going to be? Oh, and that's the other thing is they can charge you with a felony. For for doing recreational in other counties. So she's like, if we were to go, just up Provo Canyon and go fishing at the reservoir. They could, we could be charged with a felony. My truck would be taken. Like, the state is very serious. Confiscated, Confiscated. everything, yeah. yeah. And charged with a felony for fishing less than 10 miles away from where we actually live. Wow. And I've heard that now is the time that we're really getting to a place where we really should stay within 20 miles of our home and not leave as much as possible. Yeah. So, anxiety and fear. This is our new normal. Yay, fun. This is our new normal for now. Hopefully it's not forever. Um, so, while you're looking that up, I'll kind of continue. What was I looking up? I forgot. Uh, you were looking <laughs> up how many states have a stay-at-home order right now. Um, entire sports seasons are canceled, including basketball, which was the first to cancel because a Utah Jazz player tested positive. I can't 47 states with okay. a stay-at-home. Four of those 47 are partial stay-at-homes. And Utah's a partial stay-at-home order. Yeah. But full stay-at-home is... So the only ones without is Arkansas, Nebraska, North and South Carolina. No, nope, Dakota. Dakota, I mean. And whatever that state is. Uh, Ohio? No. No, Iowa. Above I... Missouri. Iowa? Iowa. It's, it's part of Mimal. Geography is not really my thing. Me but either. yeah, that's Iowa. Because Missouri's right below it, right? Yeah. So like those not populated minnesota okay here's my i gotta i gotta go on a tangent go i'm watching amazing race right because it's amazing and they're going around the world and i feel like oh i'm traveling even though (laughs) i'm just sitting in my house fair enough but i'm seeing you know like the rainforests and hong kong and all these places they're in san paulo brazil and they're showing like how the houses are literally stacked on top of each other pancake like haphazard let's just throw up the structure and then i pull up this statistics and maybe they're testing isn't accurate down there but i'm like south america doesn't show that they're really being hit hard even though they're stacked on top of each other and san paulo and the amazing race had a statistic of like that international airport is the busiest in the world or like has the most traffic through in the world because it's a major hub Mm -hmm. like how are these places not interesting hit so hard yeah it it all comes down to the reporting i think and, and you can look at the reporting both ways because China's still ordering thousands of urns per mortuary. But yet they have... But yet they have... Than... Yeah, they're having more recovered people than they do new cases. And then you've got stuff like that where it's like, you know... I, I mean, these people are... Millions of people are just on top of each other living and we're not hearing anything. And yet we're hearing the high, high death rates in Italy. Well, it turns out it's because of how the numbers are being measured, right? <sighs> All right, you got Side No, you tangent. got... Here's the thing that I heard years ago. You've got lies, and then you've got dirty, rotten lies, and then you've got statistics. Like, you can make statistics say whatever you want based on how you measure and what you're looking at. And sometimes you, you just got to dig into it a little bit and figure out what the, what the numbers are actually showing. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Um, but yeah, we've lost baseball, you know, hockey, baseball, and that's just to name a few. (laughs) I know most people, here's the thing. I don't care about sports. However, my boys are very sad to not be playing baseball. There's a possibility, (laughs) there's a possibility that they will play a season without having practice where they'll just jump in and make up as many games as they can and do a late, late season. If we can start playing at the end of April or beginning of May, which God bless, because that's when this baby's coming, is the first to middle of May. So if things are kind of settled by then, it would be so nice to still have the celebrations we were planning on. Will you tell me when you're about two weeks out from having your baby? <laughs> uh, now-ish? Oh, here's my notice. Is it really coming that soon? <laughs> no, it's we're really like four... Stay in there for years. <laughs> we're like four and a half weeks from due, so oh. anytime in the next two to, you know, six weeks... And these poor parents, especially, I feel really bad for the first time parents. First time moms, yeah. Already, we saw a video because there's a Connecticut governor. I don't even care to know his name, (sighs) but he 
reported that there was the youngest reported COVID death. Let me find his actual quote so that people Fair can enough. be as outraged as we are. <laughs> Fair enough. And if you, what's his, her name? Candace. Candace Owens. Candace Owens with a K. If so you look his her up on Facebook. Governor Le- Ned Lamont initially said, probably the youngest person ever to die of COVID has died here in Connecticut. That was his first initial statement that he put out. A tweet, yes? Yes, which terrified parents. I mean, it, infants and kids if I, are Especially safe, if right? I lived in Connecticut. I mean, it, it makes it sound like it happened right here and there's like a reason for at it. In our hometown, this is happening. Yeah. You know, no great. Now even it's kids aren't safe. Home. It's going to add that stress. Those were his exact words. Probably the youngest person ever to die of COVID has died here in Connecticut. Since word is getting out, Candace says she can now confirm that the infant in Connecticut was accidentally suffocated by its caretaker, who was then who then called the police. Yeah, it was just a tragic accident at home, from what it sounds like. Governor Ned Lamont knew this and then lied to the world by linking it to coronavirus because he wants federal money. That's her idea. That's her take. Yeah, Let's but this baby is seven seven weeks old, right? Mm-hmm. It very young infant. But then he continued to say it was linked to COVID nineteen because now they are doing posthumous testing. Which makes me sick. So the next tweet after his initial tweet said, it is, heart- it is with heartbreaking sadness today that we can confirm the first pediatric fatality in Connecticut linked to COVID-19. Linked to. So first, at first he said, you know, Died directly. Out. Yeah. Now it's linked to. A six-year-old newborn from the Harvard area. Six-year-old newborn. Six I mean, it does seem like newborn. <laughs> Six week. I'm dyslexic. Leave me alone. I think the kid was actually seven weeks, but yes. But this is his tweet. His tweet, Governor yeah. Lamont's tweet. A six-week-old newborn from the Hartford area was brought unresponsive to the hospital late last week and could not be revived. Testing confirmed last night that the newborn was COVID-19 positive. So that's how he's justifying it. That it's linked, which is such BS. I mean, testing somebody after the fact if they died of stage four cancer or a heart attack and testing them and saying, oh, yeah, they were COVID-19. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with a heart attack or cancer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And the United States. Yeah, all over. And it makes me wonder, like, why aren't they being honest about the numbers? Because what did you read this morning? Oh, now they're saying that a percentage of the population, and I can't find that article. I will find that article and I will post it, that the only symptoms they have, they won't have any respiratory symptoms with COVID-19. It'll all be GI tract symptoms. Yeah, so now, diarrhea for now five all of a days. sudden, diarrhea. Because I remember when the toilet paper thing started, everybody was like, this is a respiratory illness. Why are you stocking up on toilet paper? But now they're going back and saying, oh, it might just show up as diarrhea or GI nausea. Tract. Yeah. And Come that on. was test done in the United States in a hospital. <laughs> and they're counting those as COVID-19 cases. Because they show traces of COVID-19. But the only symptoms they had was diarrhea. Anywho, so other things that have been canceled, my Tool concert, (laughs) tours, festivals, any entertainment events, those have all been canceled or postponed. You know, we've talked about missing the Diva Show plays. I mean, all of the art stuff is shut down because it's more than 10 people, right? Probably HD. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. And there's a lot of people who are interacting socially. I know... I've got some friends who played Cards Against Humanity virtually. There's, they've set up a site where you can log in and play together. Apparently, they were getting kicked off the server, so it might have been kind of a busy time. But yeah. maybe they've maybe they've accounted for that. But there are some cool, you know, virtual interactive things. That's going where it's on. not really socializing isolation because we can still socialize. Exactly. Yeah, it's physical isolation. Can you in the '90s or oh my gosh, late we've 80s, talked about that. Have done. Tried to explain to the kids, like, listen. We didn't even really have inter- internet. I mean, even into the late 90s, we barely were getting it. If you, I mean, you were kind of lucky to have it before 2000. I remember my dad sitting me down and being like, first of all, he had a work laptop. We had, you know, a little old dinky desktop computer. But he sat me down in front of his work laptop and he's like, here's the internet. You can go play. And he'd put it on like PBS Kids or something. And like I clicked around for a little bit. And I was like, this is weird. I don't like, Yeah. Why? I played Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego yeah. on a black floppy disk on a DOS system. Yeah. I was like, where's Oregon Trail? I'd rather play Oregon Trail. Uh, but yeah, the kids have no idea. Like, there was one phone for the entire family. To well, use. and thank God it didn't happen back then. I mean, we would have gotten through it the way we're getting through it now. It would have been fine. We would have been ways. creative. Yeah. We but would have been would creative have really and found ways. What the TV news was telling us. That's true. We wouldn't have had access to things like 
what we found out from Candace Owens. Yeah. We would only know what our local or national news was telling us. We didn't even have world news really at that point. I mean, we did, but it was all reported through, you know, U.S. filters. <laughs> now you can go and watch it and, and have it be translated what they're saying in that particular country. So, yeah, different times, um, weddings, birthdays, family celebrations, holiday gatherings, all canceled or postponed. All churches are closed. And I saw a really funny thing on Facebook that said, listen, when the liquor stores are all open and the churches are closed, something major is going on. And yeah, another one said, when all the casinos and the churches are all closed and they heaven and hell has finally agreed on something, you know, it's serious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But funerals, no more than 10 people can attend. I mean, it's showing how we're having. I hadn't thought about that. Having to grieve the death of someone right now would be so hard. And along those lines... Some mothers are having to birth at hospitals alone, not even a partner there. These women are having to give birth without any support from someone that they know. But many are deciding to birth at home, where it's always been safer. And I myself am due in five weeks from the time that I posted this. And so it's been interesting seeing the shifts, you know, and how, how we're birthing and dying. I mean, those are like the two major events in life, both of which I'd rather have happen at home. Because I, you know, it's more of a spiritual thing for me that way is part of it. But I don't know. But it's it's changing cultural norms, at least temporarily. Your, your Facebook post, I'm supposed to murder you. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I was, was going to say, would you rather have Kent Comey at home or not there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, natural I death, feel I feel like, really, we talked about the summer of trauma cost <laughs> for the Bartons. Yeah. And whoever whatever greater power you acknowledge is like can't can't have that we're gonna just do COVID-19 <laughs> ruin his plans we'll, we'll spring him out yeah it'll <sighs> be it'll be whatever um so to go on with this post it covers a lot which I'm kind of excited and, and I'll kind of wrap that up at the end why um but we're not socializing with anyone outside of our homes most employees are working from home but many are not able to work at all unemployment filing is over 6 million. I think it was 6.6 million last week and it will have gone up since then. I'm sure. Um, outdoor play parks and school playgrounds are closed and a lot of them are roped off with crime scene caution tape. We say we have still gone to the park and run around on the grass just to be outside and get some sunshine. Um, there's a short of a shortage of masks, gowns, and gloves for our first responders and care center and hospital workers. There's a shortage of ventilators for the critically ill However, there is a stockpile in New York, which we've already talked about. Um, But panic Uh, buying set in right away. There's no toilet paper, disinfecting supplies, paper towels, laundry soap, hand sanitizer, and staple foods like flour. Carl couldn't get flour again at Costco today. Sugar, canned goods, all really hard to find. Frozen stuff. I found randomly near the beginning of this two half gallons of bleach. And that's all the bleach I have. Yeah. And I haven't seen bleach since. No, you can't get it. I'm just like, all the disinfecting wow. stuff. Like, who would have thought bleach and toilet paper would ever... Right? See, but they, senior citizens have special shopping hours to ensure they get what they need, which has been nice. Uh, but many shelves are bare. Like you said, it gives you some comfort to go and see that most of the stuff's there. Do you qualify as a senior citizen with your geriatric pregnancy? <laughs> Uh, we're not going down that path. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> manufacturers, distilleries, and other businesses have changed their production lines to make hospital personnel per- personal protective equipment, or PPE. Um, they're making visors, masks, uh, and hand sanitizer. There's 3D printing companies and individuals. I know I have a friend locally that are making medical PPE for hospitals. That's they're so making cool. masks and things like that with their 3D printing technology. Um, But the government has closed all borders to non-essential travel and interstate travel is closed to all non-essential workers. Like you said, we're getting to the point where it's like you need to stay at home. You need to stay within your area, which I agree with. I know um, Carl's parents were planning to go to California and I thought, are you nuts? Why would you go around different germs right now that you're not used to and put yourself at risk at all those gas stations you have to stop at and touch things? And Well, and the hard part with this being as conservative, patriotic, whatever <laughs> yes. as I am, is states are even denying people going to their summer homes. 
So they mm. own this property in this other state, and they're trying and to they get won't to their let summer them. home. They won't let them. Yeah, see, I don't agree so with I that. So I can't get to my own property that I've been paying taxes for and have maintained and, like... Yeah, that's a freedom that, that that becomes that slippery slope of you will get shot if you leave your house. Like how many generations does it take of this grooming to make that a reality? Is it one? Is it two? You know, if you yeah. start allowing these little things. I mean, we've been on this per trajectory, I guess, since 9-11. 9-11, this, you know, fear made it so that they could take away freedoms. Yeah. Right. And encroach on our privacy and things like that. And more people are OK with it. Now, that being said, I use Waze and the government would know every place I went all the time, which I think they're doing. Oops, they already do. <laughs> they already do. They're already doing it. And that's part of what we have lost during this is that they are using, quote unquote, you know, anonymous tracking information from our cell phones. So they're going to know based on the data that they pull for Utah that I went this many miles from my house today to come here to record. Right. And I'm going from one place to another. There's nobody that lives in this house. Yeah. Right. I mean, this isn't any more risky. I'm not stopping anywhere. I'm not getting gas. I'm not going to a store. Well, and you and I see each other every day. We I'm do every day. Every day. Exactly. So it's not like I'm not seeing different people here. Anthony's here with us. He lives there, too. You know, and so that data feeds into that. Hey, you're going this far from your home. Well, yeah, but you're not taking into account what that looks like. It's just so difficult to not see. And maybe I need to just be grateful I don't see it. To not see like all these dead bodies happening, all these things happening. Because for me, it's still like I haven't seen anything to prove that this is all really. A I know one issue. person that is a coworker's wife. She tested positive. That's the only person I know of. Yeah. And I did ask my um, sister-in-law, and she said that her sister's mother-in-law uh, had it. And maybe this is just and they'd been traveling flattening the curve and good because we have done this <clears throat> it isn't as devastating and maybe maybe not who knows and i'm just gonna put this out there my roommate worked in a dental office so she was exposed to a lot of people and i have been spending a lot of time with my dad recently and so i you know i feel a little guilty and i flat out said like if you're concerned about this we can stop He's like, no, I'm not concerned at all about catching COVID, but you know, his he's also only... ready to go, <laughs> yeah. but his heart only operates at 11%. And I've spent so much time with him recently that if I were to be exposed between going to your house, my roommate who was, you know, seeing lots of different dental patients until they mandatory closed her office and then being around this guy who's like ticks every box for, you know, the area of most concern for people who are going to get it and die from it but he's been fine this entire time. Yeah. So, and that's why I say it comes back to the, am I underreacting or overreacting? And what's the truth? What's going on? What's the truth? the truth? Yeah. And I don't know that we'll ever know for sure. So, um, it's, I know it's a long post, but it, it'll be nice to see it every year. I think this is why I blocked you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> My long post that you're not obligated to read. <laughs> Um, fines have been established for breaking the rules. We've talked about that here in Utah, that order was canceled within 24 hours, but it stands in many States. And now you're saying there are newer ones since I posted this on the second, everything's changing all the time. Crews and military ships, stadiums, recreation facilities have opened up for the overflow of COVID-19 patients. However, I did see that there's like 30 people on the ship that'll hold like a thousand <laughs> in New York, <laughs> you know, off the coast of New yeah. York or whatever it's. It's not being utilized. Um, but press, press conferences are held daily. It's because there's nobody that needs it. Right. That's the other thing that, you know, I start looking at the numbers and looking at the fact that nobody's talking about the fact that in Las Vegas, it's really ugly right now. Was It, it must not have been you that was telling me that. Oh, yeah. I had a friend post a video the other day of him That's driving right. down the strip. There was no one around. Oh, yeah. No, not only that is it dead, but it's dangerous. There's yeah, now looting people are happening. going to the, in the neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, the strip is the safe spot now, and their neighborhoods are not the safe spot. Yeah, because crime is absolutely ridiculous. People are getting shot. It's not pretty. <sighs> and and the media is not talking about that. Why is that? Because we don't want to cause a mass panic. Yeah. <laughs> Too late for that. <laughs> um, but press conferences are held daily by President Trump. There Which are I updates. Love. Yes. I love that. It, I'll have to send you the, the Trump stuff that I found that somebody reported on the timeline because he's getting thrown under the bus a lot, saying he waited too long. And, and I rarely have a nice thing to say about a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> but Nancy but Pelosi was saying, come join me at in uh, Chinatown in San Francisco, right? That was like yeah. March 2nd or something. 
Well, New York still held their Chinese New Year, even though they were told not to. Mardi Gras. But the governor of California, Newsom, I think his name is, will not and has not thrown Trump under the bus, even though people like Joe Behar from The View have tried to get him to. And he's, you know, Who is this? the governor of California. You know who the governor of California is, right? Yeah. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. That's no? the governator. We're talking about the governor. Yeah, the governor. So we you know Schwarzenegger hasn't been governor for a while, right? Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. How long? Years. Years? Yeah, before Trump know. was elected. Anyway. That's how much I keep up with California politics. <laughs> I don't care. He is a He'll major always Democrat. be the governor to me. <laughs> a major, major Democrat. And he has just the nicest things to say about Trump. And they call him out like, oh, you're just trying to kiss the ring. Or you're just trying to suck him. He's like, no, he's been respectful. He's been responsive. When these issues first came up, he approached me and said, what are we going to do for your state? Like, they met with all the governors. That's one of the things I'll show you on the timeline of when he had a, a meeting with all of the governors to address it. It was very early on. So anyway, he does do... He has a vice president who handles different things. And... <laughs> um, but there are updates multiple times per day on new cases, recoveries, and deaths. And I did mention what we already talked about last week. Domo has established a website that updates worldwide down to county statistics every 10 to 15 minutes. Domo. <laughs> Domo arigato. Uh, but government incentives to stay home have been established. Uh, there's barely anyone on the roads. And one thing I didn't mention in here, and maybe I'll go back and edit it, is that the um, bill for the trillions and trillions of dollars they're taking from tax funds, I guess, um, are has been passed. And so there are incentive checks coming to a lot of citizens it's based on a lot of stuff and the line items of what it's paying for is blowing my mind there's like 25 million dollars or something i think we talked about it a little bit 25 million dollars or something for cleaning supplies at the capitol like what the hell politicians are all dirty so it makes sense (laughs) it makes sense it takes a lot to clean them um, but there's barely anyone on the roads even during rush hours and i've experienced that locally there i look up my ways to take CJ downtown in an evening and there's no traffic between 4.30 and 6.30. There's none. I could leave at the same time and it would still take me the same amount. Normally, it takes anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes extra, right? During rush hours. I'm not seeing that. Like we talked about, the Las Vegas Strip looks like a ghost town and major cities, especially Salt Lake City, during what is the worst time for our inversion, uh, all the major cities have clear, crisp air around them. You know, there's pictures of L.A. where we haven't seen this kind of air since probably the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> if that, you know. My mom grew up in that. And she, I show her a picture and she's like, yeah, it was never like that when I was growing up in the 60s. Yeah, it's even she's better than that. Um, but people are wearing masks and gloves outside when they do have to venture out, which is interesting. I have my own perspective on that because the CDC just, I think yesterday or the day before, is recommending that everyone wear masks. And like we talked about they don't do anything. Gloves are a false sense of security. It's actually much better to not wear gloves and wash your hands all the time. <laughs> I talked to a guy who, uh, um, client of mine who was involved in the nutrition aspect of the government for a very long time, like army. And he said, this is bullshit. Take the gloves off and wash your hands before you touch food. Yeah. Right. And after you touch food, And after you've touched surfaces and things like that, you just wash your hands and then you can touch whatever you want with your clean hands, not your dirty gloves. (laughs) Yeah, it makes me, it cracks me up. We talked about that woman who was losing her mind over a guy touching something. I think he touched his face. Yeah, the worker checking her out touched his face. And then she's like touching the She's touching the pad with her gloves on, I'm sure. And then puts everything back in her bag and just, it blows my mind. Um, but essential service workers are terrified to go to work. A lot of them. Uh, my oldest two daughters are making an extra $2 an hour for hazard pay working at Smith's grocery store across the street. Are they still hiring? <laughs> you know what? I have a lot of people that are looking into that. You know, it might end up being temporary, but working for Kroger and I've heard they're a really good company to work for overall. They take good care of their people. Um, but they are, and that's part of it. You know, they're paying an extra two bucks for these people who are essential workers and everybody is still going to the grocery store. Yeah. You know, everybody still sees that as a necessity. Um, but a lot of medical field workers are afraid to go home to their families. Many are sleeping at their workplace as to not get their family members or sick. sending kids to grandparents. Sending kids and, away, yep. Which is a whole other... <laughs> I've been reading posts about... There was a group of posts about healthcare workers sending their 
kids to stay with their parents during mm-hmm. this thing. And I thought, so they're exposed. Their kids might have been exposed, and now they're going to go stay with Now the they're going to stay with the elderly. With the elderly? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. There's one guy who's sleeping in a tent in his garage oh, because he doesn't want to go in and expose the family. Yeah. Oh, and so there's after a hard so many, time, you can't even you can't go hug your, your kids. and relax. Yeah, and you can't hug your kids. And, and I, I get that. If I was that exposed to the dangers of it, working with people who have tested positive, I might feel the same way about bringing it home to my family. Because I think it's only a matter of time until we're all exposed. Well, we and all maybe, have to be. yeah, maybe all well, of us, maybe a lot of us have been. That everyone will be exposed. We just need to not have it all happen at not one time. Not all at once. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, the num- the percentage of people that it's serious for, that's that's what I question, you know, how serious it is for most people. Because like we talked about, I think people had it at the end of January and beginning of February and all through February. We're very, very sick, but there was no testing to prove that that was it. Well, and who but knows I think when they're... it started or how it started. And exactly. Can you really trust anything that Chinese communist <laughs> government's putting out there? When they let 7 million plus people yes, travel we can. to we the area. you. Please leave us alone. <laughs> when you take over, hopefully Genevieve knows Chinese by then. Yeah, Genevieve will help us out. Um, so then it just kind of wraps it up. This is the novel coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic declared March 11th, 2020. Why, you ask, do I write this status? One day it will show up in my memory feed and it will be a yearly reminder not only of what our reality is, but that life is precious and not to take the things we dearly love for granted. There's been so much beauty through this as well, which we have talked about. The creativity seen in memes, karaoke groups, parodies, singing from the balconies, neighborhood Zumba groups from their own backyards, virtual choirs and symphonies, and entire cities singing and applauding to celebrate healthcare workers has been overwhelming to witness. We have so much. Be thankful. Be grateful. Be kind to each other. Love one another and support everyone. We are all one. And then right below it, I have one of those amazing videos that has 17.6 million views since Thursday. When I posted it, he had 2.2 million views in two hours. And it's just this guy doing a a lip sync, you know, and doing weird, funny things with his faces to this dance for me it's song. creepy i don't like it <laughs> i love it it's like he's a different person every two seconds i don't like it oh like i it, think it's he fascinating so much it freaks me out he has some really other good videos too it's luciano rosso and there's one that he yeah it's fun it's been fun seeing people step up and love each other but it is our new reality for I now did see a meme that was going around that had a whole bunch of kids under the desks, like the 1950s, 60s, you know, the... That was the bomb, bomb protection. Off, going to your desk and <laughs> yeah. just do what the government says, they'll trust us. And I think, oh, please let this be something we can laugh about in a year, two, three, four years. Like, oh, we freaked out over nothing. And, and don't let it happen again? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. And oh, we um, were so, do- so silly, so ridiculous, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. This is my favorite mantra. This is my new reality. I mean, it is. All we have is right now in this moment. It doesn't matter what the future looks like. And I think that's part of the hard thing. I told one of my clients the other day, he was buying a wedding gift, a coin that was backward. And I said, well, when is the wedding? He said, well, it was going to be in May, but, you know, they've postponed. I said, I wish I could postpone this. I don't get to pick a different date. You know, it's not a wedding or you know, a, a celebration that I can put off. This baby's coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't have an option. And that's why scaring first-time moms and, you know, moms in general, expecting families that their baby's going to die from it, not cool. There, the CDC has recommended, like I said, if a mother tests positive, their recommendation is to take the baby away and separate and isolate for up to two weeks. That worked really well with orphanages me... in Russia, right? Yeah. Like those kids all turned out fine. <laughs> well, they, they would be uh, touched and held, I hope, but probably yeah, but... not. It's not, it's, as... it's not the same as skin-to-skin contact with mom yeah. and breastfeeding getting off to a good start. Don't even get me started on the litany of benefits and, you know, risks that, benefits you'd miss out on and risks that you'd be taking by not getting breastfeeding off to a good start for both mom and baby. We're talking cancer rates. We're talking immunity in general. And they're suggesting, oh, you pump and blah, blah, blah. No, it's fine, though, because you can just pump your baby full of, you know, like the... Well, I was going to say drugs. What is it? Immunizations. Oh, they're so not... Fine. The vaccines, vaccines, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, at the fine. same time, you're inundating their system with new things and, 
Yeah, well, and, and the long-term effects of breastfeeding. Why is mercury not okay in our drinking water, but we can pump our kids full of it and vaccines? It's fine. I am blessed to have a lot of anti-vax friends that share a lot of information. And, you know, I don't have kids. I don't vaccine anyone, so I don't really have any skin in the game or anything like that. You do personally, though. You would never get a flu shot again, right? No. So I was showing you the other day, my flu shot that I got December 2018, the puncture site of where it happened, still has not healed. And I get pussy stuff coming out of it. I've seen a doctor, and they're like, who knows? From the flu shot. From the flu shot. Yeah, I have people asking if they, you know, create a vaccine for this, will you get it? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's going to be hit and miss. It's a novel virus. Like, how do they expect it? It's more novel. It's more um, quickly altering because it's RNA in the virus. Viruses are different, right? Yeah. But it's duplicating and replicating faster than the regular flu. And the regular flu, they have, what, 25 30% chance of getting it right any given year? Like, what the hell? Follow the money in any industry, and I'll tell you why they do what they do. But this current situation, follow the power. Because these people are beyond caring about money. All it is is about power now. This is the world we live in. It's such interesting times. I've never seen anything like it. And, that, you know, being at home for literally six days without leaving the house was really interesting. I didn't mind it as much as I thought I would, but my mental health is really suffering as well. You know, there's things that I want to do for my self-care. I need my hair done so desperately. My, there's a picture of me with my hair down. <laughs> and it looks so weird. He keeps telling me I look like a lesbian, so we're trying to come up with a butch name for me. Super, super butch. Yeah. So it's, you know, and I, I can't get my toenails taken care of. I have gel on my toenails and it's not like I can just, you know, I don't know if I could even get the stuff online that I need to soak it off at home, but they're getting long enough. They're going to start breaking and pulling my real nail off with it. Ugh. So that sounds fun. So I don't know. I might just clip them and file them down because I can't go to a nail salon. I can't go see my hair guy for at least another two weeks. And I said, listen, <laughs> We are going to do what it takes for me to have my hair done before this baby comes because I'm not having my birth pictures and video with me having this Speaking stupid of which, hair. I found the Chewbacca mask for you to wear. Yes. I need to order it. Okay. Be, have you seen the pregnancy videos? They're like women giving birth and they're wearing the Chewbacca mask. So every time they open their mouth, it's like, ah, it goes, you know, <laughs> It makes sound. Chewbacca sounds. <laughs> I have agreed that I will wear that at least part of the labor. It'll be earlier so on rather funny. than later. <laughs> But maybe I'll fill up to putting it on later, too. It's going to be awesome. I'm pretty excited about that, actually. I'm going to order that right now while we're talking about it. So let's wrap this up. Fine. Fine. I don't really have anything else to add anyway. Crazy times fear we live in. Fear is a powerful thing. We'll see yeah, you know what? Love. Always. The other thing that I posted that I've had a lot of people um, reshare um, is this kind of circle it's not really it's not a venn diagram um but it says it's got one circle and it says who do i want to be during covid19 and it has the fear zone the learning zone and the growth zone like the farther you get out kind of thing is the representation um so the fear zone would look like i grab food toilet paper and medications that i don't need and luckily costco is not doing refunds on hoarded items and they shouldn't nope I spread emotions related to fear and anger. I complain frequently. I forward all messages I receive. <laughs> I get mad easily. So the learning zone, kind of that middle middle ground, I start to give up what I can't control. I stop compulsively consuming what hurts me from food to news. I identify my emotions. I become aware of the situation and think how to act. I evaluate information before spreading something false. I recognize that we are all trying to do our best. And then the growth zone takes it a step further. I think of others and see how to help them. And along those, well, I'll circle back. I make my talents available to those who need them. I live in the present and focus on the future. I am empathetic with myself and with others. I thank and appreciate others. I keep a happy emotional state and spread hope. I look for a way to adapt to new changes. And I practice quietude, patience, uh, relationships and creativity. Did you say quietude? Quietude. What is quietude? Oh, look it up. Has to do with quiet. I, I would imagine without looking it up is being internally focused and, you know, kind of being in that 
sense of being quiet and introspective versus you know putting everything outward what do you got byron quietude is a powerful medicinal tap designed to help relieve hoarseness <laughs> and strained voices Hold yeah, on, I, don't hold think on, hold I don't think that's what we're looking for. <laughs> Did you put in the word definition? A state of stillness, calmness, and quiet in person or place. There you go. And just I was still peace. I was watching something yesterday, like just flipping through the channels, which is a weird thing, a weird concept now to just flip through channels. Right. And there was a doctor talking about how we don't get enough. Oh, I remember what it was. It was the show Blacklist. And there was a doctor on there talking about how we don't have enough time or availability nowadays to just sit in quiet. Yeah. We are so always surrounded by sound from everything for our own distractions that we don't just get time to sit in quiet and how much that impacts our uh, mental health. Yeah. So, you know, it's a fictionalized TV show. So then I started reading more about it to see like, okay, is there actual science behind it? And it's crazy. Like, and that's why I think a lot of people say their spirituality is in nature because it, it allows them to Mine's feel centered. <laughs> Let's not get them into that debate. <laughs> but along those lines, one of the other things that I wanted to make sure I mentioned, um, I had someone leave a gift on my doorstep. So I had to be out, um, like I had mentioned, over the weekend, and I get home, and there's this cute little fluorescent green gift bag sitting on my porch with no tissue paper, mind you. Like... That could be toilet paper. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> exactly. No, but it was just kind of funny because me being the perfectionist that I am, I'd be like, well, I can't do it because I don't have tissue paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's I can't gonna be, this It's going to be gonna stupid. It's going to sit in my closet for the next 10 years. Yeah, exactly. But no, it, she did it. She took the step. And inside was a package of newborn diapers and a candle warming thing, like an oil warming wax I think it's more oil based. Yeah. Um, which the scent is amazing. It's like some um, cinnamon and some, I think, vanilla. I can't zoom in on it enough, but it's kind of like that fall type smell, which I love. And so the, the gifts were, I don't know, just really hit a spot for me. Not only the diapers, which will definitely be needed, um, but just something fun for me as well. And then there was a letter and just explaining... You know, I'll, I'll just kind of read it. Was it signed? <laughs> yes, okay. it wasn't. So we know who the gift yes. is from. Okay. I thought that when I looked at it, I was like, please tell me this tells me who this is from. As I'm like, oh, I got to take a picture so I can post okay. about it on Facebook. Because here were my thoughts. Um, it's been a great couple of days after a long while of not doing so well. So I decided to share myself enjoying the little things in whatever the hell this current reality is. And I have yet to post about my McDonald's experiences, but those will go on there as well because I was just so happy. <laughs> like it just, <laughs> it's the little things. Um, I got a gift on my doorstep today from someone I've never met in my favorite colored bag on my dirty doorstep. <laughs> I realized how dirty the door was and there, just the rug and everything. Um, but I'm going to post it anyway. Hey, your neighbor is a pressure washer. We've seen it multiple times. <laughs> it's true. Um, she said she's heard, quote, my story from her neighbor and reached out to connect, offering babysitting or a glass of wine if I want to relax or talk. Guys, she lives in my neighborhood. I think this is my first neighbor crush. How do I navigate this without offering a hug upon showing up at her doorstep as I would definitely do under normal circumstances? Because she gave me her number and her home address, you know, her name, everything. Ooh, read that out loud now. <laughs> no. This virtual stuff with new people, I'm not sure I can navigate this as the severe extrovert that I am. That's the whole not doing so well right now thing. Um, should I just text? Should I go old school and call her? Call her as I'm standing outside her house so we can stand six or more feet apart and chat somewhat like normal people used to? And most of my friends suggested call. So I got this yesterday and time kept ticking by and I still haven't called her. So now I got to do it See, today. I wouldn't and... call. I would just return again. Something else. Do you, can you Facebook stalker? Can you? I did a little bit, yes. So I would just return a gift of something that, that she may like. Just walk out and. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that could be your friendship of, of gifts. Yeah, she offered to just. I'm available know, if anyone wants to do a friendship of gifts. <laughs> have somebody to talk to, you know, a glass yeah. of wine once we can. And, and we could do that now. Well, I can have a glass of wine. My midwife even said it's fine. Red wine for women when they're pregnant is fine. Although I don't love red wine, so I do white. But it's <laughs> your face. Gross. Uh, Gewürztraminer. <laughs> Gewürztraminer. 
Nein! Stop with that German talk. <laughs> it's actually a really good almost Moscato in between. Can I tell you that I need to watch Schindler's List? So the other day, you were in your room working and I was sitting on the couch. I think all the kids are in the backyard after finishing their schoolwork. And you walk out and I'm like crying. <laughs> trying not to be obvious about it. I know. I was like, am I interrupting something? What's going on? <laughs> and you were like, of course, I'll just insult you. I need an expert opinion, but you're the only one here, so come look at this. I totally did. I was like, listen, like, I need a semi-professional opinion on this, but you're the only one that's here, so come take a look at it. I'm like wiping the tears off my cheeks. <laughs> but I, it was so amazing to watch the last scene of Schindler's List when he's like, it's over. The war's over. He saved over 1,100 Jews. And they're all like, a lot of them are right there telling him thank you. And he breaks down saying, why did I keep my car? I could have given up my car and saved 10 more. I could have given up this gold ring and saved two more because mm. he had figured out like the price and stuff. And I could have given up all these possessions and saved some more. That's amazing. So that made me really emotional. And then yesterday when I was watching The Amazing Race, trying to escape from reality, the race that I was watching, they go to the actual factory and go into his actual office because there's mm. a museum there. And there's all the names of the people on the walls and... So then I break down crying <laughs> as like the people are fighting on Amazing Race to get there. I'm just bawling. I'm just like, oh. During tough times, you can be the good person. You can change people's lives. Well, and a, a lot of people are pointing out that I think it was 712 days that Anne Frank was in hiding. Yeah. Two years, dude. And quiet attic fear yeah. every day. Yeah. Complete panic. I mean, she could hear them walking around. She could hear them going door to door. Like, so don't only be the good, don't only see the good and look for the helpers, be the good and be the helpers. Yeah. You can make a difference. However you can. And it was just, it's so touching me to see, I mean, Liam Neeson's an amazing actor, but to see his breakdown and I could have done more, I could have done more. What a terrible, you know, they're like, we're so grateful for what you did. All these generations are going to live on because of you. But his own viewpoint was, I could have done more. I could have sacrificed a little bit more. Yeah. I could have helped more people. It's amazing. Let's have that focus. So send all your help my way. My address is. <laughs> you can drop off gifts at my house anytime. <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll get through this. Love you. Bye. <laughs>